What's going on, everybody? Eric Garcia here, back with another podcast. In this episode, episode 22, back again with Matty G, part two. Let's get it. How you doing, bro? Pretty good, bro. Thank you for having me. Feels good to be back. Yes, sir. So you're the only person I've ever done a part two with. Hopefully, I'm starting the transition like more often, but how does it feel, number, number one, to be part two? Feels good. You know, like you just said, we have part two today. Feels pretty good to come back on this show, see where we've started basically like I don't know how many months ago it was, but to see the growth uh, from that time till now and to just share our journey and our experience with everyone in this second episode. Yes, sir. Yeah, dude. So we we connected again. Like if you guys haven't checked out part one, look in the description, check out part one because Matty G goes over like his experiences and how he basically came to be who he is. Um, in today's episode, we're going to be kind of structuring it a little bit differently. We're going to be going over some topics that him and I have just been talking about more recently. We've been lifting together. If you guys don't know, quick background, Matty G, bodybuilder, influencer, social media creator. And so you you do it all, um, especially in the in the fitness industry, which I love. But more more that you're more than that like you have more than that and so uh same here with me like you know podcaster videographer whatever you want to call me editor um i'm more than that as well and so we're going to be going over that um that today so um let's let's just get right into it so let's start with i mean man like you just you just came here like i don't know like an hour like 35 minutes ago 40 minutes ago and you were telling me about a story of you and your faith and talking to God. And I was inspired because that is like a really good story, really powerful, especially me. I'm finding my faith right now as well. Um, and that inspired me to kind of keep going forward, keep moving forward and keep discovering, you know, who it is I want to be in relation to God. Um, you want to talk about that and like, yeah, you know, your that experience and what maybe what happened? Yeah. So before I get into like what happened the last few days, like give a little background on it. So yeah. like for me, since I'm uh, from the Philippines and everything, we're a very religious place. And my family is very religious as well. We'll, we'll like do prayers, we'll go to masses, et cetera, you know. Yeah. But when I was always there, I was just a little kid. So I just like, I just did whatever they did, you know. So I never really had my own word, my own belief, my own opinions on certain things. And growing up here, like I'll say around last year, I started to rediscover my faith again in my, in my own way. And what really helped me was watching um, Alex Eubank. Yeah. Alex Eubank is social media influencer slash entrepreneur who has really just shared his journey and experience with his faith with um, Jesus Christ through uh, his social media platforms with all of his followers. And it really helped me connect with him based off of his experience, you know. So last year I was really trying to rediscover my faith again and I sort of just got lost along the way and I haven't really like paid attention to it. I haven't watched his videos and yeah like a year pretty much, you know, but going back to it now, the other day, um, with the Ryan Garcia, Javante Davis fight, yeah. you know, like I saw a little TikTok about it, um, for this guy, I don't, I don't know his name, but he was talking about how he basically foreshadowed that God would use Ryan Garcia's platform and him himself during the fight to, uh, push the, the power, the name, the voice of God to millions of viewers out there watching the fight. And when Ryan Garcia walked out with uh, the song Oceans, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a worship song, mm -hmm. you know? So it really hit me. And I didn't really process the emotions of that song or that feeling from that night till the next night where I went home and I remember I was making my protein pancakes and I was like, right. I really just thought about it again. I don't know why it just came to me. And I started hearing this, like this little whisper behind like my right shoulder and I didn't really think nothing of it too much, you know, but it sounded like a little like a like a manly, powerful voice, but in a subtle way. It wasn't like a powerful voice, like a Zeus or anything, you know, right. like what you would um, imagine from like a God. Yeah. And I don't remember what um, the voice was saying, but it just kept like talking to me. And I was like, am I hearing this to myself? Is this my own imagination or is this actually the voice of like Jesus Christ? Because the last few weeks I've been actually praying trying to rediscover my faith a little bit more and it's actually been helping my anxiety and my sleep a lot where i'll fall asleep to like a sleep app it takes like 15 minutes for the app to finish and then it takes me like another 20 minutes to go back to sleep but since i've been praying i've been falling asleep immediately like sometimes even before the prayer ends yeah and i've been having the best sleep i haven't been as anxious you know because of that i believe and 
So like that night when I was hearing those whispers and everything, you know, I thought of it and then I was like, okay, maybe it was me. And then today when I was at the gym, you know, something just, something was calling me. I felt like, like someone was just calling my name. So I watched an Alex Eubank video. I haven't watched him in like a year. And the first video I watched was his journey with faith in Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know, like when I was watching it, I was listening to the words of him and his friend in the video and it was really just relatable. And basically what they went through with their depression, anxiety, like them wanting off themselves. Like I never wanted off myself like that. Um, for me, it was more just a lot of anxiety, a lot of pressure on myself and dealing with that. And when I was watching that, I was like, man, like this is like really hitting me right now. You know, it was, it was inspiring me. And then I started to listen to worship music during my lifts. And I started to sort of like break down and cry uh, when I was stretching. And when I was stretching, I was trying trying to recap the whole weekend of what I experienced with the, the song that played, right. the, the voice I heard and everything, because I've been praying to hear his voice. Like sometimes you just pray and just listen for the voice of God. Right. And sometimes you won't hear, sometimes you will, but when it happens, that's your calling. And for me that happened over um, yesterday, wow. you know, cause the way I imagine it is, for example, with Ryan Garcia, you know, he lost that fight, you know, and he did have a lot of confidence going into it. He even switched up a whole new team with Oscar De La Hoya. Mm -hmm. And at the very end at the press conference, half his team left. Oscar De La Hoya was not there, Damn. you know, so that the way I thought of it was like through all the through all the success you have, sometimes you can get blinded and forget about the weaknesses you have, you know, and I think. God used Ryan Garcia in a way to showcase that um, it's normal mm -hmm. to not be perfect. It's normal to have weaknesses. And yes. Ryan basically, or God basically awakened Ryan and showcased to him that he does have weaknesses, that he can get better, that right. we can all get better. And I think he will bounce back to be a better fighter because of that, through the voice of God, you know, through his, his power and his strength. Yeah. And it would just help him stay humble, you know. And then for me, you know, it was really cool to hear that, that fo the voice, you know, to see yeah. the story, and then to actually feel it. Because when I was stretching, I had this overwhelmed, like feeling this pure happiness because I've been just focusing on my peace and happiness lately. That when I heard it, I started crying, bro. Like I went wow. to my truck after, and I started listening to more worship music, and I started crying. I even recorded it because I want to make sure that in the future, right. say if everything's like adds up to where I want it to be and saying a year from now, I can look back at that moment and be like, this was my, my awakening, my purpose, you know, my purpose isn't to be just like a bodybuilder to work the nine to five. My purpose is much more than that. You know, so when I heard that voice, I was like, it's my time. It's my calling to really wake up and start working hard to inspire and motivate. Cause my purpose I believe is to inspire and motivate others to do what they think is not normal to do what they never thought they could possibly do. Because for me, growing up, I was always good at sports. So that helped me fit in. If I take away sports, like that leaves me with nothing. I just always felt alone. I always felt just like the odd man out. So yeah. like when I grew up, I thought that lonely, loneliness was a bad thing, but mm -hmm. realizing now um, that loneliness is a good thing. You know, it gives you that time to really learn yourself mentally, physically, right. your morals, what you're, you're actually like what you're actually about you know right. so right. that loneliness helped me and i think the same thing happened to ryan garcia you know like that loneliness yeah. now that he's feeling will reshape him to be a better man but i needed that basically to become the man who i am today and to be happy be at peace you know and i want to with my purpose of inspiring and motivating people i want to help them realize that you're not the only one going through things and that it's normal to have these thoughts, you know, the inner voice in your head, just like, it's a, it's a normal thing to just like be down on yourself, to be negative, say you can't do it, but I want to help inspire, motivate others to be like, no, you can, it is right. a normal feeling, you know, right. that's what helped me. Cause I've never had that older person just talk to me like, it's okay, man, keep going. Same. This is normal. You know, yeah. I had to learn it on my own and everything I learned, I want to help all you guys out there pretty much, yeah. you know? So that's why the feeling that I had these last two days is, it's so cool. It's so overwhelming like to 
feel that I have a purpose now because I felt like I was just yeah. floating through space, bro. Like wow. I was doing everything I can to basically feel like I'm fulfilling my destiny, fulfilling mm -hmm. everyone's happiness. You know, and I just thought, am I doing the right thing though? Like I'm wearing just floating around. Am I going to work the nine to five? Are my dreams actually dreams that can become a reality or is it just an imagination? Wow. But now that I have this like purpose, like I know that was my calling to do more, mm -hmm. that I'm going down the right path and that I will inspire and motivate others, yeah. motivate all of you, inspire you to do better through the voice and the power and the love of God. That that's powerful. And that's the truth right there. That's the goddamn truth. Like. And I'll, I'll give you my take um, real quick. But first, I just want to say, like, first of all, thank you for saying that. Um, that is literally God's manifestation into the world and projecting that message right there into the world for you guys to hear. And um, I appreciate you for just having the courage and having the ability to say that in the way that actually makes sense in the way that um, is for others. Right. It's a selfless act. And, you know, um, the fact that you're actually you have the the ability and the pride, you know, not, not even the pride. It's more so just the, um, you're taking the action. You're, you're a man of action. And that's uh, something that I actually admire about you, first of all. So I want to say that, um, now that you're here with me, of course, of course, of course. And then secondly, um, I think that's for me, at least the way I see it. Um, I I've, I've always been somewhat religious. Um, uh, I grew up Catholic, um, just because by, by tradition, by, by culture, my family's Catholic as well. Um, but I never had that relationship with God until I started thinking about death. When I started thinking about death, I'm like, what happens when you die, when one dies? You know, I didn't believe in God. I didn't believe I was going to go to heaven, not because I was a bad person, but because I didn't, I didn't know what the world was. I didn't know what my consciousness was. I didn't know anything. I was so naive and I was so young. And so that's when all the questions start to rise. And um, what I realized for me is... I know to do the right thing. And I know if I do the right thing, everything is going to be okay. And the reason I, I say that and the reason I know I can say that is because I've done all the wrong things for the past 21 years of my life. I've been through the drugs. I've been through the girls. I've been through the bad decisions. And those bad decisions ultimately put me in a position where I couldn't go any further down. Obviously, I, much worse could have happened to me. I could have been in such a different position right now. But the fact that I woke up and I, I haven't I haven't had that and I'm glad you said it too because I haven't had that mo moment where I've actually woken up and kind of discovered my purpose for me again I, I love your story and I love how everybody thinks differently because for me I see as a gradual incline like I'm slowly kind of understanding like okay what what is time what what is really like what what is this right here this fireplace this is time because it took someone time to think of the idea and then for people to put the blueprint together manufacture it create the ai the bot that would actually make it right and manufacture it in china wherever right all of it all everything is time bachelor bachelor pad economics i forgot who the author is check that book out um and so what i'm trying to tie that all together is for me at least like i don't i don't pray right i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna sit here and say like oh i pray all the time this and that um but what i do is i follow i, f I just follow the universe, God, whatever you guys want to call it. Uh, I say it's God. Uh, he lives, he lives inside of me, you know, and what happens is I just go throughout my day. And when I get into a state where I'm in flow, where I don't think about anything, you know, someone asked me the other day, um, you know, like, why don't you drink? And, and right now I'm in the midst of like developing new relationships. And so the man I've created, the man I am today, I'm very different than who I was before. And so I have old friends kind of reaching out to me, like saying like, let's do this, let's do that, let's do this. And I'm like, Hey, man, I don't do that anymore. That's not who I am. That person that you know, or that you knew doesn't exist anymore. Like, that's the crazy part. The person people knew doesn't exist, which is crazy because I'm such a different person that now I have to explain to people who I am and what I do and what like literally who is the person I am? Who is Eric Garcia or Mr. Powerhouse? You can call me either. And when I tell people that, like a lot of it is like I don't drink. I don't smoke. 3.30 a.m. Wake up call gym right in the morning podcast editing haircut once a week you know write down my goals meal prep like all that shit non-negotiable right and the, the people who taught me that wes watson michael sartain patrick bed david all these huge 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 guys with followings they taught me that and, and but that that is just the human form of again the, the the god the universe talking to me and telling me like yo you gotta head in this direction it's so fucking powerful when i get into that state where i'm just like I let God do it. Like it's God's plan. It really is It's a little cheesy. It's Drake, you know, God's plan, but it really is. Like, I just let 
things flow. And I'll tell you this. Sto- I'll tell you guys the story, too, um, of what happened. Like, literally yesterday, I was stressing out. I had homework. I had economics analysis thing due. And I had, like, political economy paper due. And I'm like, damn, like, I have so much stuff due. And I'm, like, fucking stressing out. And I just ran a 5K with ALS yesterday, too. And I met up with my homie from MOA. Shout out, Price. And I was, like, I was doing all this stuff. And it was so fun. And I was, like, living, just living, right? And then I I got so fucking stressed out. My body just gave out because all the thoughts, the negative thoughts in my head were like crashing, 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 crash. So I took a nap and that was a bad decision because I already ate kind of bad. I had like some Oreos they had over there, which again, like when you're saying like you can have those negative thoughts and you'll have those negative actions. You know, you can't always stay on top of it because sometimes I forget I'm only human. I don't think I'm human, but I am only human. Maybe. I don't know. Y'all have to find out. And. And what happened was I just napped. I, I took a nap and then I woke up and then my, I told my brother, I'm like, bro, you're going to have to help me out. I need you to help me meal prep. Like, I'm so fucking tired. I can't do it. Like, I was kind of complaining. And he's like, let's go. And then right when he said that, I had a, pro, a pre-workout. I'm like, fuck, dude, I'm up. I'm up. Let's go. Like, let's, like, And then I kind of had a moment where I'm like, thank God. Like, I really thank God because everything I have in my life and, we're, and so many people and guys, if you make this mistake, you are going to fail. Do not focus on what it is you don't have. You have to focus on what it is you have. Because a lot of you guys want the women, want the money, want the cars, want the lifestyle. You want all this shit that you don't have. But you're kind of forgetting that you have everything else. You know, for those of you guys who want the money, you forget that you have a house. You forget that you have a family that loves you. You forget that you have a nice neighborhood, right? And, and if you don't, you have to focus on what you do have. Because I guarantee you, if you're watching this podcast right now, you have the internet, you have access to YouTube, you have access to a free country where, mind you, we might be in a failed society. And we're going to talk about economics later and AI and all that shit. But for now, you have the opportunity to learn in a capitalist society where you can make money, you control your destiny, you're you're in the matrix. But I'm literally glitching you out of it right now. As we speak, I'm telling you, you can change because we're doing it right now. We're not sitting here watching doing this podcast because we were told to do it. We're doing it because, A, God's telling us, yo, get this message out. And B, for me, at least personally, I have to do it because it's it's just it's what I meant, what I'm meant to do. It's my purpose. Right. And so those two things can go hand in hand. But what can't correspond with that is the programming that you guys kind of you know are used to in, in the Matrix, for example. So that's what I wanted to talk about. I don't know if you want to close out with anything more with uh, faith or purpose or if you want to move on to um, something else. You no, know, I, I, have, I think. I think you said it pretty well, basically, you know, just basically recap a little, a little bit real quick. Um, Cause like God loves you all. God loves you. loves me. You know, I think this last year, you and I really found our purpose first with you, with the podcasting. Yeah. And then, you know, like we went to high school together, you know, and then after we graduated, you know, we didn't really like stay in touch like that. But all of a sudden it's like when I felt like I, I wanted to change my ways, I reached out to you, yeah. you know, like yeah. maybe, you know, it's okay if you guys believe it or if you don't believe it. And if you believe God's real, if you don't believe God's real, it doesn't matter. It's okay. It's what I believe. I believe it was God just telling me to hit you up, that this would be a start of something new, you know, because I was in a lost space. You know, I know many of you out there are always feeling lost, hopeless. Like, is this really what you're meant to do? Is this really, is this really your purpose in life? And that's why we're here to help you guys just, go out of your comfort zone and really just find your purpose. You know, I didn't know what my purpose was until right now. And it's, yeah. we've been working together for a little over a year and I'm 21. That's a lot of years, you know, yeah, but bro. now that I have this purpose, I found myself cause I've been really just trying to find peace and happiness within myself. And I think I'm there. I'm truly at a point in my life where I would say I'm happy. I'm at peace with myself, my decisions, you know, like you and I, we get along so well because at our age, most of people who are 21 are off at college partying, doing drugs, you know, and just chasing that dream life, you could say, for just a few years. And for you and me at this age, I think we yeah. sacrifice that and we're really trying to work on ourselves as men, as entrepreneurs, yeah. as motivators, um, inspiring other people, you know, and I think that's why we're doing so well now. We're starting early. And I think through more experience, more time, practicing more of God's word, you know, learning how to better ourselves, I think everything will add up. And what our goal is to do, our purpose, I think everything will get there, you know. But we're starting early. It's a good thing we're doing this now. And 
I think like for me, like you've helped me out in a, in a lot of ways, such as like, like now I don't even want to like drink anymore. Like I was not really like a huge smoker or anything. Like I've done it once in a while with friends, but now after hearing my calling, I just like, I don't even want to drink. I don't even want to smoke. I don't want to go out. I just want to do what makes me happy. What makes me feel peaceful, which is just go to the gym work on content for you guys spend time with true actual friends and family you know i've cut out a lot of bad friends in the past and recently where if you're not helping me grow and actually not supporting with what i want to pursue in life then you know thank you but it's time for me to move on and actually surround myself with people that will like-minded individuals because you guys are the you guys are the average of the five people you hang out with and for me my circle is so small now where I'm at peace, I'm happy with it, and they're constantly supporting me, so that's helping me actually grow and get better. I know the same thing's happening for you right now, right? Correct, correct, 100%. And I think we'll, we'll move forward, but you're kind of talking about it right now, and um, I'll let you I'll let you uh, add in too, like basically escaping the norm, that's kind of what you're talking about, right? Because, and, and I'm gonna talk about it from a male's perspective, so if you're a lady listening to this, I don't necessarily understand the dynamics of it but what i do know is if you start an only fans you can get rich as shit because you can take advantage of the creator economy that's all i'm going to say and it's true that's just what it is um but the other side of that is the is the men in the game right like why are why are men buying pictures you know ten thousand dollars for a lady a woman's uh feet pics like wh- why do why do men do that and it's because we live in a society where now it's not even like matriarchy patriarchy whatever it's not it's beyond that it's men don't have a purpose anymore right the the mo and, and it's because again right hard times create hard men right hard men create soft times soft times create soft men and that's just kind of how it goes and that's a great saying i, I heard that from joe rogan and, and many people and the reason that's such a, a true like thing right now is because we've never lived in a point in history where it was so much so easy to get rich and the fact that you and I are on the journey right now, and I could see us like beyond it's a, it's beyond the money. It's not about the money, but the fact is that we've cracked the code. We've understand, we've understood now like what it's like to be at the bottom and what it is to rise to the top. And so I'm not saying we're at the top right now. But what I'm saying is this is the this is my peak that I've ever been out of all my life, out of all my years. This is the best I've ever felt, best shape I've ever been in. You know, the most money I've ever had, everything, right? And so I'm leveling up. And the one thing I struggled with was finding people around me to level up. You are an anomaly, bro. I don't know any other bodybuilder. There's other bodybuilders in Marin. If you're a bodybuilder, hit us up. Let's get a lift in. Let's collab. Let's do it. But that's only if you're about it, right? People aren't about it. And so what I've realized is so many people are worried about what other people think that they forget that there's other people like them, right? There's other people. For every time you have a hater, you also have someone that's a fan or someone that's willing to put in work. But a lot of it that I'm realizing now is being genuine. So escaping the norm has to do what, what I, at least what I think of it, uh, it as is finding out what it is you truly want, finding your purpose. And that just comes from self-discovery. Put yourself through a fucking hard time. Put yourself through a workout, get six pack abs, do whatever it is you got to do to suffer, to find like, you have no, like, I mean, you do, because I talked to you, Boris, you do too. You know, I fucking spent all winter last winter. First, first part, just eating like shit, enjoying the holidays, putting myself through that horrible, depressing time. And then the second half of that was spent running right over there in those mountains up up there spent doing hill sprints burpees 10 by 10s fucking six mile runs like suffering and what that taught me was that it's all about inner voice right inner voice whether it's god your consciousness whatever you guys want to call it for me it's a little bit of both my dad be talking to me too you know rest in peace but he talks to me and i and, I, and the times when i'm suffering the most i end up talking to him while i'm fucking out I, I literally go to the watershed to the fuck. I mean, not not the watershed, the Marin. I think it's the the water, the watershed, no. the water tower. No, not the water tower. It's um, it's the um the waste management center. So it's oh, literally yeah, 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 where yeah. they clean up. Yeah. Listen to the, like they clean up all the shit, all the toilets from Marin County. All the shits go straight to the water. Um, to the water. Uh, what is it? What did I say? Yeah, we had a field trip there senior year. <laughs> you oh, and Miss uh, Frank's class. Yeah, right? yeah. Oh, bro, that was thank you. Field trip. Ever. So I do that on. Pur- I go there on purpose. I fucking go out three miles down. Right, so it's a six mile run. I go out there three miles down, three miles in, in the middle of fucking nowhere, shit wasteland, and I'm alone and I'm oh, suffering. Literally. Li- literally going through shit, and I tell myself like I'm I'm suffering here, and I, and I, do, I'm, I tell myself, do I want to suffer? Fuck no, I don't want to be here right now. But the fact is, 
I'm going to do it anyway because it's going to create the man that I want to be. The man I want to be is going to do that shit, no doubt. He's going to be doing that 100-mile run like David Goggins. Well, maybe not. I'm trying to be a little more ripped, a little bigger. But what what this ties all of it together is you have to be willing to do the things that you don't want to do. So for someone like Alexis, for example, um, senior at SR, shout out Alexis. He inspires me because he's actually doing what it is he's doing. And he hits me up. He's like, yo, can you help me out with IG content? I was like, fuck yeah, I'm in a position where someone's asking me for something. I've never been in that position before. And that inspires me, shout out Alexis, to grow and to keep doing what it is I'm doing, keep pushing my comfort zone, bro. Every time I get comfortable, I spend I spend money. I spend a couple a couple bands to fucking invest back into myself, buy a course. You know, every time I get comfortable, I fucking put more weight on the fucking bench press or or dumb or incline incline uh, dumbbell press and fucking suffer more. Every time I get a little bit more comfortable, I run an extra mile just to push myself. Every time I get a little bit more comfortable, I cut my macros down just to fucking suffer a little more. And the more I fucking suffer, the fucking stronger I get, bro. Every time I'm like, fuck, like I, I want to fucking, I want to eat a cupcake or I want to eat like a fucking, bre- fucking go outside, rip out 25 burpees, fucking five pump. Like it's crazy. And then right after I'm, I'm done, I'm good. I'm solid. And so all that, all what I'm trying to tie back that back into is I'll say it like this. Someone asked me the other day, He's like, hey, how you doing? Like, blah, 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 catching up. I'm like, I'm great. I'm great. How you doing? They're like, good. Like, we should kick it. I'm like, you know what? Like, I don't have time for that anymore. And they told me, it's like, oh, you don't have time to have some fun and catch up? And I, I think to myself, and I told you about this too. I'm like, fuck no, I don't have time to have fun. Normal people have fun. I do not want to be fucking normal. So no, it's a no. And I'm done. It's like done. So so that's, that's the motto. That's what I want to tell you guys. If you want to be normal, go do normal people shit. If you want to be different, oh, go and suffer. Go and suffer and you're going to learn what it's like like to be different. What's your take on that? No, exactly, bro. It's like you can't chase your dreams and have what you want if you're being normal. You know, it's like the way I I heard it um, through Alex Toplin, uh, Christian Guzman's uh, coach. He's like, if you want to be a pro, you got to train and start acting like a pro, even if you're not. You know, it's like if you want to be normal, stay acting normal. If you want to be different, you want to be successful, you want to have everything you want in life, mm-hmm. don't be normal. Be someone different. Go chase something, you know? And, like, like you were talking about suffering, you know, like, when, when Eric was talking about suffering, he doesn't mean, like, he wants to just suffer so he can just put himself through it. It's, like, what you get out of the suffering. It's the experience, the journey, you know, like, everything you've, like, taught yourself mentally, the, the grit, you know, all that stuff is what you get out of suffering, which is why, like, a lot of men, like, top-tier men, like when they get a girl or something, you know, they'll get comfortable. And when you get comfortable as a man, that's like a man's weakness. When you get comfortable, you start you, or you stop working out. You stop eating well. You know, you may not go out to the gym. You might not work because you want to go in bed and cuddle with your girl, you know. And a lot of that's going to take away from um, not being normal, chasing your dreams, chasing your bag, being the man you want to be. Because all that stuff takes sacrifice, you know, like for all these men out here i think there's a big divide nowadays with society with um like with men trying to chase that girl that only yeah. like you're talking about only fans you know like so many like men are turning beta or turning into yeah. simps because they're chasing these girls on only fans you know paying all this money for them you know rather than actually focusing on building themselves to eventually get that girl. First off, you shouldn't want a girl that's on OnlyFans and posting photos of their ass and titties hanging out. Like, that's not a high value woman that you would want in your life. At least for me, that's not what I would want. You know, maybe that girl could be a little different. I don't know, but I I know for sure, for a fact, I wouldn't want my girl or my future wife, future mother of my kids. The exception doesn't make the rule. The exception does not make the rule. If you got your girl and she's on, like, you know, she's that's cool, but the exception does not make the rule. It's like, Lana Rhodes, baby, poor bro. He's gonna <laughs> sure he's Griffin. got Lana Rhodes as you a think mom. It's I think so, bro. It looks just like it. Uh, but I, people are saying Ben Simmons too, though. It could be many, you know. <laughs> There's a <laughs> lot of love basketball players. <laughs> There's a but, lot of candidates. <laughs> but basically, it's like, man, that that guy's gonna have a rough childhood growing up. You know, maybe it could turn out like a porno. Who knows? But most of the time, you don't want to have your you don't want to be with a a girl with a reputation like that. You know. But going back to what I was saying, um, so many men will fall down that path rather than working on themselves, growing themselves, you know, you know, only top tier men, real alpha men focus on their body first. Cause in order for you to have that business, to have that bag, to, you know, have that dream life, you need to focus on yourself first. That comes in mentally, physically, you know, if you build that, then 
you'll gain all the things that you'll gain when you're like struggling, like what you were saying, and you'll be able to chase that bag, have that dream job, have that dream financial freedom life, you know? And then after that, that's when, if you are ready to settle down, then the girls can come, you know? But you gotta focus on yourself, man. You gotta focus on what's better for you. And that's what I've been doing because I've been just putting all this knowledge and brainwashing, you could say, my head into thinking like, how can I grow as a man, you know? I was sort of, I was sort of falling into like extreme red pull side yeah, but then same, i caught myself same. a little bit i was like no i want to be focusing on the neutrality you know neutrality part of it being more neutral with uh, men and women i'm not going to speak on the behalf of women but there's a lot of things where men can be like to red pill and then rather than focusing on actually just having good morals and good work ethic and just focusing on yourself they they might be a little too extreme on it oh yeah 100%. dude i fell down the red pill too and i don't want to cut you off but i just want to say this real quick <laughs> Um, recently I joined MOA men of men of action, uh, Michael Sartain, uh, check out his program. I have my affiliate link down below. Uh, essentially it's about creating the high status man you want to be, whether it's for business or for women, right? Like, you, like, again, like chasing women is a very, very, I wouldn't say it's a new thing. Cause obviously it's been done for, you know, hundreds of years, but it's, it's gotten so accelerated because of information, technology, social media. So Instagram is the best dating platform hands down because you can kind of show who it is you are, it's like your CV to the world, right? It's your resume, like, boom. What's your Instagram looking like? And the reason I say that, and it's because it's it's so true. I've gotten so many networking opportunities just from Instagram. Um, on the other side of that, I've also got a lot of dating opportunities because of Instagram. And so I'm like, wow, like I can leverage this cool tool. But then now I'm realizing is as I'm leveling up in life, I also have to level up the social aspect. You know, I've I've gotten to a point where I've, I'm pretty successful in the gym. You know, I'm still not where I want to be. I got a couple more months left of this program that I'm in. Shout out Wes Watson, his program also down below. Check out the link. Um, but what I'm realizing is I focus so much on the personal development. I didn't focus much on the social life. So now I'm fixing the social life. Um, and that kind of goes into like the manosphere because I got so red pilled and I'm like, oh, I don't need, I don't need uh, friends that are girls. You know, I only, I'm only going to date women. I'm not going to be friends with them. And the reason why you know, I had that, that mindset was because of a lot of the red pill stuff I was consuming. And now I'm realizing is like, oh man, like a lot of the coolest girls I've met are because I actually had friends. Like this was back kind of in high school where I had, you know, these girlfriends that were just not actually girlfriends, but friends that were girls and they would introduce me and then I started dating. And so I did want to say this one story just because I told my friend the other day, uh, shout out price again, I met him through MOA and I told him the story. And the reason I, uh, it's so important is because I took a two for one, basically it was one, me, one V two and I, I clutched it, but then I lost it and I got totally screwed over in the end. And then that kind of woke me up. That was kind of like my awakening moment. And what happened was basically, uh, I was dating this chick in high school. We were cool and it, and it was, it was solid. You know, I had my ex and then we broke up and then I, I met this girl and, and we were really cool. And she had a friend, uh, a best friend. He was a dude and, um, they were close. And then I became really close with him too. He was a chill guy. Um, and we were almost like, we had that little group and it was cool for about like six months. You know, I was doing my thing with the girl I mean, my homie were hanging out and we were like really good friends and with other, uh, with our other friends. Um, and again, it was kind of that red pill. Like, I'm like, well, I have options too. And so I'm like, let me exercise these options. And what happened was I essentially ended up having, you know, a little affair with another chick and it was, it was cool. It was something casual. It wasn't anything like, you know, I wasn't committed. I wasn't like really like this. She wasn't, this first girl wasn't my girlfriend, but we were like kind of dating. And then I, I went off with the other chick and we did our thing. And then, um, I told my, my best friend, my homie, who was her best friend as well. And then, um, that was a confidential thing, you know, like bros before hoes, you know, I knew I was going to be cool. And then, you know, before I knew it, we all went on a little trip together, went out to Mexico, had some fun. Me and me and my girl that was there at the time, we were having our fun. And then uh, me and my homie, I was telling him like, yo, bro, like I was just catching up, telling him stories about what happened with that one chick, the other girl that I was messing with. And then he totally just fucking screwed me over. I had my two girls there and then not there, but I had my one girl where I was with in Mexico, one back at home. And then he totally just screwed me over. He's like, T tells the chick that I was, I was there with they end up probably sleeping together end up getting married crazy huh guys that's that, and my my homie was like he was like no fucking way i knew you were gonna say that i'm like bro like how'd you know he's just like bro it just has to happen like that and what that taught me was you could be in the best situation possible because that was a good situation to be in i'm not gonna lie at the beginning and then all of that can tumble and that that just totally it totally messed up my ability to trust people, trust women, trust friends. And 
operate in a in sort of that that red pill mindset and and so that what happened was i actually ended up getting back into the red pill but on a deeper level i'm like nah fuck women like i don't need to be like friends with these chicks like i'm just gonna screw them over and this and that and sleep with that and i, I realized like i was such in a, in a place of hurt and i thought i had recovered but what i really didn't understand was that i had lacked the social intelligence to actually just go out and redevelop these relationships with other people and be genuine because that totally fucked me over because I, I was kind of playing I, I wasn't genuine at that time and so that kind of locked me in a state of like I can never not be I can never be genuine again and so it's up until now where I'm recently like discovering that like yo this is not it bro like be genuine with the women like if you're gonna fucking be with multiple girls just tell them straight up and then that's for you guys too you can be red pill but you just don't lie about it and I, again red pill doesn't say like lie about it you know cheat on your chick that's not it it's about being truthful with your intentions and what it is you want if that's what you want again like there's many religions that they do that too and that's not a problem for me i don't care what you guys do yeah. but at least personally like i'm gonna just be upfront with my intentions and then with business too like again like people get so into like the 48 laws of power this and that and it's the the moment you have to start thinking about that is the moment you've already lost because then it's a conscious thing where you're like, oh shit, how do how should I do this power play this and that and you're already messing up. It should be if you're following things like that, it should be natural in a way that's congruent to being genuine and actually genuinely caring about other people's intentions. And if it's not right, you're done. But there should be people play that. It's called negotiation. It's where there's an outcome where it's a win-win-win situation. You win, I win, and the audience wins. That's kind of how I see it now. So that's kind of my take on red pill and, and the manosphere. I don't know. What about, well, what about you? Damn, a crazy story, bro. But <laughs> one, one thing we could take out of that, you know, beware of the snakes in the grass, you know, for sure. Oh, 100%. But um, damn, I, I think we live in like a cruel world, bro, full of lots of hate. You know, I know you and I are trying to spend more love, positivity out there through 100%. our purpose. But, you know, there's, there's a lot of hate going out there, you know. But for men, I think we really need to just focus on ourselves focus on growing as an individual like you can you can try to be that guy that's out there like bagging girls left and right you know mm -hmm. but girls aren't really trying to go to the guy that's a simp you know that isn't a top tier guy in order for you to get those girls okay. you have to be a top tier yeah, guy you have to escape the normality of a regular dude and not be that normal guy and try to be someone different be the guy in the one percent like if you take your average joe and I got in the top 1%. The Chad. You know, like, <laughs> the Joe what, the Chad. what is, exactly, bro. Like, what is the, the average Joe doing that is different from the top 1%? You know, like, he's probably, he's probably a little lazy, not as motivated. He isn't working as hard, just works the 9 to 5, goes to the gym once in a while, mm -hmm. or cuddle with the girl, eat that junk food, watch that movie, you know? Yep, While yep. the top 1% person, the reason why they're top 1% is because Bro, think of how many people there are in the world. And if you're not 1%, that means you're doing all those little things right. Yeah. You are working more than the 9 to 5. The 9 to 5 just um, is basically your source of income for your 5 to 9. You know, So they're working the extra hours, putting extra time and effort to grow their mental and their physical. And they're growing their businesses, whatever they're pursuing. You know, That's like what we're doing right now. Yeah. And then they're working on themselves first. You know, And then it takes years, bro. Like Justin Tate says, it takes like at least five years for your business to actually take off and do something, you know? And then after all that um, luxury, that uh, financial freedom, all your goals, all that stuff comes to you, then you can focus on that girl. Because once you get to that top one percentile, then you can get that girl. You know, hopefully and it's not... If you're looking for like a future girl, hopefully it's not that OnlyFans girl, you know, hopefully it's someone different, yeah. got good morals, you know, right, but if you want to escape that normality, you can't be your average Joe. You have to strive to be that top one percentile. That's why, like for me, the reason why like I cut out friends, I stopped going out is because I don't want to be like everyone that I know and just go to school, work the nine to five and then just retire like in your sixties. Like I have such a big purpose in my life that I know I'm meant for more. That's why I work as hard as I can with, you know, social media, my business, you know, just myself as an entrepreneur, myself as a man, you know, and I know all the things I'm doing will add up and it will lead me to where I want to be, you know? And I think, um, you get these constant reminders. Sometimes you get lost along the journey, you know, like because people, they struggle with short-term gratification with greed, you know, they focus oh, yeah. maybe on the end goal too much rather than actually um, focusing on the journey, you know, right. because 100%. the end goal, like for example, when you compete, you're on stage for a few minutes, but you're on prep for like four months. The end goal goes like this, yeah. but the journey is what matters the most, you know? Yeah. 
So I feel like a lot of people get caught up in that. And what matters most is that you keep constantly working on yourself, focusing on that journey. And then you'll get those little reminders of like, you are doing great, you know, cause like the other day, um, like I was telling you, my, my cousin in the Philippines, my boy, Andrew, um, I, like since we've been following each other on social media for like hella years, you know, like we've only talked to each other like twice, you know, and like to get the feedback that like I have, I'm doing well in life, you know, that I'm doing good with the social media, the bodybuilding, um, the podcast, like the reason why I like doing podcasts is because eventually I want to get to the point where I can inspire you guys, not through the camera, but in person and be able to public speak. And I want to be able to speak better because my whole life I haven't been able to like really um, like I have a trouble of talking too fast, not punctuating my words, you know, and really just sort of rambling on too much where like my tongue rolls over, you know? So I'm trying to be a little more confident, a little more yeah. slow and deliberate with how I speak. Oh and like all the things he said to me just gave me a little reminder, like I'm doing great. You know, I'm do whatever I'm doing in life is adding up and I will be escaping the normality of life and not being that normal person, you know? And like, it really like fuels my fire you know, that adding on, that was the same day where I, f I found my purpose, my calling through God. Wow. So like, imagine that natural, like adrenaline and dopamine going through my body, bro. Like it really motivated me. Mm -hmm. Cause like now I'm just like, flip the switch. I'm ready to put in work. I'm ready to escape normality of life. Yeah. And I'm ready to be that top one percentile man, you know, I want to yeah. be that alpha man. Yeah. I literally watch and listen to podcasts, YouTubers that talk about like, one of my favorite ones is how to beast David Las Marinas. And yeah. he, always talks about the red pill and the blue pill side. He takes more of a neutral approach to it. You know, he's like the type of dude where, you know, you'll get caught up talking about or listening to um, a bunch of the things that say like, oh, read all these books. Oh, do all these things in the morning. I'm like, but that takes up a lot of time. What's better is mm -hmm. like, you know, stop thinking about it. You're gonna yeah. stress yourself, you know, be anxious, just go do it. You wanna 100%. do something, go do it. You know, like just focus on the basics, everything else will add up. And I really love what he preaches. And it really helps me as a man, like really stay ground to the basics, ground in my morals, and it will actually help me get to where I want to be. Mm -hmm. And then like with my cousin thing, like whenever I run into my friends, I don't see my friends that often anymore because of like what I'm doing. Like I'm, I'm honestly with you the whole time, yeah, you know, and it's inspiring mm -hmm. to me to hear that I'm inspiring them and motivating them. Like my boy, Nick, you know, like I introduced you to him not too yeah. long ago, like him, like he's always telling me that I inspire him. You know, like we always text him more like, you know, it's time to get up. It's time to put in that work. We don't want to be normal. You know, we want to be different. And to hear him and other people, especially my job in the community saying that like, it's cool what I'm doing. Then like, that's, that's an amazing feeling bro. that's my purpose. As long as I help one or two people in my life, you know, like I could die and not be where I want to be with my dreams. But as long as I'm inspiring people, oh, yeah. then that's for me, all the stuff I did for, working myself as a man, all that stuff is escaping the norm for me, bro. You know? Yeah. So that's an amazing feeling. That's what I think every man should do. Focus on yourself and just keep gaining your experience and knowledge in your journey through life. Yeah. That's so, that's so important. And, and one thing I want to um, highlight and kind of roll it into the next topic is the, you know, Tristan Tate talks about like five years, right? Like it's going to take five years. And what I've realized too now, especially with, for example, AI, I did want to talk about that. It's it's exponentially going to get quicker and quicker, right? Like you see 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds, you know, millions of dollars just because they figured out a way to crack the code. And you and I, I mean, we're not late, so to speak, because, again, things are revolutionizing. And, and the, again, the goal is not to be rich. For you guys out there listening, you're like, oh, these guys are fucking full of themselves. They're talking about how they made it. They're 1% this and rich that. It's like, bro, buddy. If you're listening to this and you and you're actually gotten to a point where you're hearing what we're saying, you've missed the, the point, right? You've completely missed the point. And so I'll run it back again, right? So for me, at least the point is to do what you said, just fucking take action, right? Like I've gotten to a point where I'm in the morning and I'm like literally writing my day out to a T, putting everything in my calendar. When am I going to eat lunch? When am I going to eat breakfast, right? Breakfast with the family, workout. What am I going to be doing? What is the workout? What is the weight of the, of the weight that I'm actually going to be lifting, right? And that's all good and all to, for tracking purposes so I can look back and see what, I, what it is I actually did. But the most important thing is to do it. I can write down all I want I'm going to do. If I don't actually do it, it doesn't even fucking matter. And so that, that's what I've gone into. I wake up straight away at 3.30, eat my breakfast, out of the house by 4, at the gym by 4.15, 4.25, boom. 
in the gym lifting already crushing it right already taking my w's for the day and so i like how you said that and so one thing i did want to talk about for you business people out there ai people out there economic people out there um because i am going to be interviewing an ai expert um friday um she she does ai systems and she um she builds softwares for businesses shout out kayla love music um and I'm also going to be interviewing a um, economist in May, right after the Federal Reserve meeting. So I don't know when this is coming out. Probably actually in this Friday. Hopefully, if I can get my edits in quick. Um, so stay stay tuned for that. But I want to do. I did want to ask you, bro. So so what what does AI mean to you, and how are you going to use it to be successful? A and then what are the, like you know I don't know if you want to start with that story you were telling me that like AI scamming people because that shit is dangerous and I feel like you guys. A lot of people don't know about AI, like, and and I talk to you a lot about it, but I personally don't know that much either. I'm still, this is also new, but the fact is AI is revolutionizing the economy because it's going to be one of the biggest shocks to the economy in production and in just in general because of the amount of information that we have access to and AI has access to and the speed at which it reinforces its own learning. So it creates algorithms and rules for itself to basically mine more data or find more data through any means necessary again guys like we this is one last point we've gotten to a point where we have merged with ai and people are like like what are you talking about eric like we haven't merged with ai it's like bro you've got your airpods in your ears you've got your apple watch on your wrist you've got your phone in your pocket tracking your steps and your location everywhere you are every word you're saying your heartbeat you know the amount of sleep you get We've already merged. Like that's the thing people don't understand. So what what is your take on AI? And you know what do you what do you want to say about that? <laughs> yeah, bro. No, I think AI. It's pretty it's pretty cool how fast it's coming up right now. You know, um, I think technology itself has really improved the life of humans and just it's efficient. It's efficiency. You know, like how fast we can get things done now. It's truly like it's like mind boggling to see how technology has really. No um sped up our life you know because it's helped us out in many ways but at the same time honestly i don't know too much about ai just yet but i am a little skeptical with some things i have like seen and what i've heard like what you were saying that story like you know like i know ai can improve our lives in so many ways same way like um other technologies has with like with jobs construction manufacturing like phones computers everything we're using right now is technology in this um, podcast the camera the mics the the laptop the phone you know but i'm a little skeptical because with ai i've heard the story and it's like a proven story that uh well first off like i don't know how i know a lot of you out there you use snapchat how many of you actually got the ai bot like snap you like to me that's a little scary (laughs) because it's like because I don't have Snapchat, yeah, yeah. y'all. So, what, um, what is, and if y'all try to hit me on Snapchat, I'll answer. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, because on, on Snap, there's like this AI bot chat that came out maybe like a week ago, and it, to me, it's a little scary because it's like you didn't like get no notification, you got nothing, you had oh, no sh- knowledge of this happening, and also boom, hi, I'm your AI bot. Let me know if you need something, blah blah blah. All these things, I'm like, whoa, you know, I haven't even opened it because like I'm afraid like something could happen. You know, it's like um with technology. <laughs> Like, you know, like what's like, what technology, like what's your phone, what's computers, like you can have a glitch, you can have a virus or a bug that can screw up your computer mm-hmm. or you can open up a freaking link in an email and have someone hack your account DM, just like that, too. you know, DMs, exactly. With AI, you know, there's a story going around of AI using your voices from videos and like basically tricking your family members into thinking like you're getting kidnapped. Like there's this one um, of this little girl and an AI used her voice in the video and called her mom and was like, mom, help me, help me. Like I'm getting kidnapped, you know, like just another kidnap story. And the guy was like, oh, if you don't do this and that, I'm gonna kill your daughter, blah, 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 this and that. And it was all because of an AI bot. It wasn't an actual person or anything, just using your voice in a video. And like, I know technology has helped advance our lives in many different ways. You know, you can just think about your day, your daily life, like you guys use technology like almost every hour of the day, you know it helps you. But I'm always skeptical because like, for example, with the AI I just said, like that's a, that's one thing I'm skeptical about, but with like electric cars, you know, like the government can just shut that off anytime oh, yeah. they want, you know? It's yeah. like all these people buying electric cars to help, <clears throat> to help like better the environment when actually like you're still using like a lot of things. Like I don't know specific facts about it. You're using a lot of harmful things from the environment to 
like manufacture these right. electric cars but the fact that someone can shut it off like that you know the fact that like computers bugs viruses you know all these things that happen that link cannot like, fuck up your life and screw you over or the fact that um like another take on this that i have is that like say what movies you know like people talk about like manifestation if you can see it and have vision you can believe it and it can happen mm-hmm. what about with these like movies you know when it has like technology taken over right. in like a bad way the fact that we can program a computer or like even robots nowadays or cars to drive by themselves robots to do a regular person's job all these things in a good beneficial way yeah if we can program that to do a good we can also reprogram them to do bad you know like in the movies like you always see like that one robot that one piece of technology like turning bad and then like attacking people attacking the world bro it's yeah. like the terminator bro it's like bro. all this stuff yeah. can possibly happen like even though we have all these benefits with AI and technology, you have to always remember that technology is a man-made like thing, right. but it can also turn bad too, you know, with how people use it. How people think too. You know, right? it's like, like when I said about the manifestation, if with these movies, if someone has the idea to make a movie about technology taking over humans, daily jobs and like revolting against humans, who is to say that this technology can't do that in real life let me let me can i can i speak on it real quick like imagine this right we have someone a creator let's say god for example created human with virtue with goodness with prosperity right now think about it like this and i hate to put it in this way but this is like the only way i know how to put it is like think about a person like sam altman for example completely looks psychopathic if you ask me looks like a complete psychopath Someone like that with a literally a neurotic disease or something like wrong with their brain creates something like an AI that tells it to do. But the AI is a creation of the man, right? The man created the AI. And so if that's the case, then the AI by default has the potential to have the same sort of psychopathic capabilities as the human or the man that made it. And so when you think about it like that, it is a scary reality. And I've asked AI too. I'm like, if if inherently a person is psychopath and they create an AI, is the AI inherently psychopathic? And it's like, yes, actually, yes. Um, the AI has the possibility of having psychopathic capabilities because of the human that created it. Although, uh, unlike humans, AI isn't, um, doesn't have free will. They are actually creating something called, it's called um, neuromorphic computing. Neuromorphic computing is basically giving AI the same sort of wavelength frequencies or uh, sort of brain waves um, that humans have. It's not like making consciousness for AI, but it's essentially mimicking the way that the neural pathways work in terms of like creating ideas and how, you know, things move around in, in, in robotics and AI. And so in computing. And so it's, it's, that's exactly your point. And that's exactly true, bro. So it is. No, bro. That that's why it scares me, bro. Because like the fact that we can, uh, have that mindset where it's like, oh, why him and not me? Like, why can he do this and I can't do it? like? And if you manifest whatever you want to do and you can make it a reality, like, like that's like one good way to like have that mindset. You know, change your mindset to think in a positive way. But like the way I use that against with technology and AI is to like, like all the things we see on TV, these movies, and I know someone could easily clip this and be like, oh no, Maddie, like, you sound stupid as hell, you know, like, I don't care, like, that's, this is just how my mind thinks, like, yeah. the fact that we see it, and someone's able to create these, like, live action, yeah, like, live action exactly, like, yeah. live action, these movies, will, like, create these thoughts, and bring them out to life through technology of, like, for, like I said, or, like, technology taking over, like, who's to say that won't happen, and, like, for me, that's scary. Like, think about it this way. Like, we're always upgrading phones, laptops. There's always a new software updates. Like, why is there always something, like, new coming out? You know, like, there's it's showing that there's, like, a little bug. Like, how many of those software updates say, oh, minor bugs and fixes? You know? It's every like, time. Bro, yeah. Every single time. And it's, like, there's always a minor bug and, like, fix that's needed with this technology to the point where we need updates, new technology coming out, new phones everything like that it's like who is to say like that might not lead to that technology taking over it's also like with with like tesla with electric cars the fact that they can drive yourself are you really going to 
on trust technology, even though it's like uh, man-made to do that where the point where you can like sleep in the back of your car and get to point A to point B without even like being awake for it. Like, are you really gonna trust technology to do that? And with that technology, it's like, it has to be replaced at some point, you know, like mm -hmm. things go wrong, things need repairs. Like your car will need a new battery. Your car will need this and that. It's like, what happens if you put your trust in technology to the point where it's like, it's working at its peak, but then it gets that low battery or it needs that fix, it needs that upgrade, it needs that update. And it's like, are you still gonna trust them then? Shit. Cause that's when it could just like, that's when it could flip you know, or some crazy man, like you said, could just reprogram it and just have an army full of robots. Yeah, the thing is like, I think, um, so the way, for you guys that don't know, the way AI operates, it's basically a data collection. It's basically a collection of data programmed, meaning has a set of rules. So it's a collection of data that has a set of rules. That's all it is. Um, and again, we, we created it. And so there is there is a possibility and there's a, there is a life where that happens, where, where the rules change in a way where AI says, okay, my job is to survive because that's what human, human self-interest. And there's an enlightened self-interest, which is something we can talk about next time because it's a whole other thing. But essentially, it's our ability to survive and succeed. If that's our inherent ability, right? And then, you know, enlightened self-interest self is our ability to survive and succeed by helping other people or with other people. Um, where AI, I don't think AI has that enlightened sort of mode. Um, it is a big question, but, you know, I think, and I, I want to touch on this last topic because we have, like, you know, a few more minutes left. Um, you did mention the fact that, like, what if the government turns our cars off? Or what if, you know, like, the AI takes over and takes the cars by themselves, right? Electric cars is a big thing. Another thing that's huge right now in the news is CBDC. So CBDC is central bank digital currency. And what that means is essentially, I don't know if you've heard about this yet. Um, have you heard about this yet? No. Dude, it's like basically a, a digital currency like Bitcoin, for example, but it's not decentralized, meaning the government has control of it. They're going to issue it to banks, meaning that banks now, instead of paying, for example, instead of going to the store and paying the grocery store, buying whatever, first you're going to pay the government and then the government's going to verify the transaction and they're going to pay the store. And so every time you buy something, now the government's going to see what it is you're buying. Every time you receive something, the government's going to see what you're receiving. And so it's a way to track basically all of the spending that you do and all of the purchases that you have and all the um, the income that you receive. And so, it's a, again, it's another way of the government controlling people. And I don't know what the whole agenda is, you know, what the men in black suits are going to, you know, what the what the point of that is. But what I do know is that it's getting to a point where we've got to make it out now or never, right? Now is the time to do it. And that's why I wanted to bring that up because our economy is looking really, in, you know, there's a lot of instability right now. And now with the uh, CBDC coming out, yeah. it's all wide open. Like for me personally, I'm investing in myself. I know this is not financial advice. I'm not a fucking financial advisor, but what I am doing is I'm investing myself in, in my, not in my future, but in myself right now, because what I do know is I am creating my future as we speak. So it's a, it's what a time to be alive, man. You want to, um, you want to close this out? Last thoughts? Yeah, last thoughts. Well, just like going off what you just said right now, I think the best thing uh, that we can do is just invest in ourselves. you know, like basically a little recap of all our topics, like the advice that I can give to you guys right now, like I said, is for me, my purpose, my calling that I just had recently is to help you guys and help you guys be inspired and motivated through my journey. The reason why I document everything is so that I can look back at it and really truly enjoy each moment, but also to just showcase my journey and I help other men out there who had it like me growing up where it's like you never had that older person, uh, even if you had that older, older sibling like telling you like it's okay, like it's a normal thing to go through life and like not know what you wanna do, to feel like just floating through time, floating through space. Hmm. You know, like I wanna be that voice, that big brother you know, I want to be everything you guys uh, need, everything that I didn't have, you know? And then, like, on top of that, I want to make sure you guys know that in order to be that top-tier man and to have everything you want in life, you need to first find your purpose, work on yourself, work on your morals, and really, truly invest in yourself first before you really focus and wander your thoughts off into trying to do bigger, better things, you know? Like, just try to keep it simple find happiness and peace within that, the simplicity parts of life. 
and really just build off that. Like one guy that I, I really uh, admire too is Michael B. Jordan. Like I just reposted on my story the other day. Like oh, yeah. he oh. doesn't go out, you know, like his Creed movies, it took him nine years to make all of those, you know, but he doesn't go out. He just works on himself and he's like to, he's at the point in life right now where he's a successful top tier 1% man. And that's where I wanna, where I wanna be in life, you know? So if you have trouble doing all those things, find a mentor. It can be someone in person or it could be a celebrity like Michael B. Jordan, you know, and just try to do what they're doing right. You know, if you want to do something that you're not good at, don't keep doing the same thing over and over again. Expect that different result. You know, like don't do the wrong things over and over again. Find that right thing, that good thing someone else is doing it and copy it, you know, like duplicate it. And then eventually you'll become a man like that. I'm not saying to be like him, but be the best version of you. So keep working on that, find your purpose, you know, be happy, be at peace with yourself, and everything else will basically fall in line and add up at the end. You know, that's like what a true man, a true 1% uh, man should be if you're trying to become one of, one of them, you know? If you want to escape normality, that's what you got to do. And that's what I'm here to help you guys with, what he's here to help you guys with as well, you know? So that's pretty much it for me when it comes to my purpose, my passion, you know, why I'm here in this life. Love it. I love it. Well, I hope that y'all appreciate our time taking it out uh, of our day to, to do this. You know, we, we love doing this shit. So, um, Hit us up. Let us know what you thought of this episode. Uh, comment down below. Comment any questions or any uh, comments. And um, like Matt said, just just fall in love with the process. If you fall in love with the process, the, the goal will just basically evolve over time. And so I right, appreciate you guys. We'll see you in the next one. Peace. Later.